You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and I'm your host, Trisha Shinko. I am your Reiki master teacher and emotional wellness coach from innerbuddha.ca. This is the podcast that will help you access the wisdom you hold inside that heals all things. My intention is to open and expand your mind and quite possibly blow your mind. So come join me on this crazy adventure. You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and this is episode 64. Today's episode is a very special episode. Now, we've talked about the Akashic Records before, but I have a guest on today's show that's going to blow your mind. She is Emily Harrison. She is the founder and director of the Akashic Academy. And she teaches visionaries how to access the infinite intelligence through the Akashic Records. Some really exciting stuff. So let's get right to it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to have this new guest on. Um, You may remember me talking about Emily Harrison on a couple episodes ago where I was shared her technique because she blew my mind. She was the one that really opened my eyes and opened my mind to a new whole way of, of viewing the Akashic Records for sure. So welcome, Emily. Thank you so much for coming to the show. Trisha, thank you. That was exciting to uh, hear that my, my, my presence and my lineage has preceded me here in this space. And the work that comes through me has already impacted you and your audience. So what a tremendous honor to be here. Yeah, no, I, I definitely loved your technique of using the five ohms. And I've adopted that because I feel it really sets the tone. It really yeah. kind of gets you in into the well yeah ohm being the primordial frequency and sound being uh the also a primordial frequency Mm -hmm. when we use sound to shift our energy frequency it 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 happens instantaneously yeah i definitely felt that it's just how we use our voice to manifest Whatever you speak out there begins to rearrange itself and then come back into your field. It's similar using the ohm to create that connection point to the records. We are uh, like creating that light bridge to infinite intelligence. Yeah, yeah. You, I, it blew me away because a lot of other ones, it was very so simple. And yeah. I think a lot of people are afraid to go all in and put their own work into it and you put all of yourself into it. So I love it. I love, love, love it. Okay. So what people need to know about you is I came across you probably back in, I looked back and it was about the end of August is when I came across the Akash Academy. And I, again, you know, I went into your group and then you were so welcoming. You were so kind and you reached out to me and you're like, Hey, welcome to the group. You know, if you're interested, I have this five day vision quest. And I was like, okay, like I'm, I was on a mission. I'm always on a mission. I'm not going to lie. I've for the past few years, that's all I've been doing. So when you say vision quest and you put a Kaushik to it, I was like, okay, there is something here. And Yeah, no, it definitely opened my mind to what was actually possible, what you could actually achieve. 
And that was just five days of recording with you. That wasn't even live. So I cannot even imagine what it would be like to work with you live. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, that series, Trisha, was some of the most inspired work and downloads that have come through me since the creation of my mastermind course, How to Read the Akashic Records. And uh, I love it that you, that you haul it back, yo, when I sent you that message, because I send it to everyone who uh, sends an inquiry into the mastermind class. You get a personal message from me. I reach out, I say hello, I get curious about what brings people into the space. And I think a lot of people think it's a robot or my assistant or something. Guys, that's me. I can out. feel that it was you, though. That's the thing. If yeah. it was a robot, I probably would not have refined. Really. Yeah, I do that. I take time to, you know, connect and for for the right people, like receive my energy, have the recognition of the of this of the soul blueprint where we know each other. Yeah. Because you found yourself in this space for very purposeful growth, and it's time for lots of soul revelation when people come into my field and resonate. And it's been so beautiful to experience the unfolding yeah. with you. Yeah. You, you sent me some powerful messages about the vision quest and how yeah. that brought new uh, information to light for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You should have seen the notes that I took. Like it was like a novel. I was just like writing everything down. It was just so empowering and impactful and it was really, really good juicy stuff all gold nuggets all throughout. So um, I want everyone to kind of get to know you a little bit better because I know you well, but my audience doesn't. Awesome. So I would love you to share, you know, where you're from, how did you get here? You know, what brought you to this space? It's, it's a pretty fun story and I'll give you the, the most abridged version possible um, because I lack my story. I can tell it for a long time, but there's, there's, <laughs> there's more magic at work here. So I grew up really small town in Missouri and um, went to college for a couple of years. Growing up, I, I was a dancer. I like to kind of be in the spotlight. I was rebellious. I was religious as all get out. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. I was up in church Sunday morning, Sunday night. Um, so I had a, a, a grounding of energy, like just part of me in spirituality, but also that rebellious nature and a part of me that wanted to have a big impact. I liked being in the spotlight. So, uh, and this one really is long story short. I actually wrote an entire chapter in my book about this, but so I'm at college. I'm coming home from college one day. I'm at a stoplight. I go into this altered space of consciousness where all of a sudden my life makes sense. I'm quitting college. I'm moving to Hollywood. Y'all tell my mom and my parents are like, what? So I packed up my life and moved to Hollywood at 19 where I, dove into an acting career that was ridiculously fun. It was like living the dream, a small town girl going to Hollywood. I had a lot of success. I also, I had a lot of my shit come up in my face a lot, dealt a, with a lot of my own rejection issues. I bet. Um, and also, interestingly enough, and I invite many of you to resonate with this because we're living many lives, it feels like, in one lifetime here. And I feel like my story definitely yeah. that. But you'll find whatever your previous life was, it's lining you up and there are certain aspects, skills, superpowers that you are cultivating 
in the position that you're in. For me, it looked like being an actress. So I'm in a space where I'm learning to feel comfortable making a really big impact. Furthermore, I'm learning how to channel. That's what actors, that's what really good actors do. It's like you learn yeah. to get in touch with the consciousness of a character mm -hmm. and then you step out over here and you let the consciousness live and breathe and emote through you. Yeah. That was, that was, that's like channeling boot camp right like there. 101 right there. It's yeah. 101. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and a lot of the experience of just being a storyteller, furthermore, mm -hmm. I believe that storytelling is so magical, so woven into the fabric of how we experience this video game called I'm a human, I incarnated on earth. It's an art. Yeah that being able to perfect that craft as well and understand the importance and the nuance of how it works translates incredibly mystically and magically to us creating our own story, being the ultimate creators. When you look galactically, Tricia, at who humans are, we're some of the most powerful manifestors and creators in the galaxy. It's so crazy, it blows my mind that we can be viewed as that because we, are so limited in our thinking yes. that it's just so hard to fathom, right? Well, it is. And see, part of, part of my experience is that I had to live that big old dream so that the template was within me so that I could think that big. Yeah. I and I that. could connect with that epic of a story in order to embody it and to bring it through to my tribe and to use it in my own way of inspiring and changing the planet so anyway in Hollywood um, loving acting loving the process of just engaging with what all of that life meant and yet it had serious challenges that I overcame by meditating yeah. learning to manage my own energy either going into an audition setting where I was nervous as yeah, I, I really know bad word that I would normally say, but it was the F word, okay? Um, and learning to manage that because so many of your life issues are converging on you in that moment. Yeah. Like being seen, being heard, standing in your power, being confident, like, oh my God, accelerated karmic learning. I can only take so much of it. <laughs> yeah. But I had to learn to manage my energy to thrive in that environment. And meditation, yoga, qigong, these kinds of practices that helped me to uh, cultivate a command of my own subtle energy body mm -hmm. were very powerful. And then that translated for me in holding a very steady and high frequency of consciousness for extended periods of time so I could learn to tap into the space of the records, to bring information down, to put it into a context that makes sense in human beings' lives and changes their lives, gives them the power and the tools to expand. And so all of this was what I was cultivating in those Hollywood years. I had, I had no damn idea I was doing it then, though, y'all. It wasn't until all of that meditation um, and all of that committed and devoted time to my own subtle energy brought me to an experience, this crazy experience where the psychic abilities that I had turned on uh, and the ability to communicate with other dimensions of space and time was undeniable. That's incredible. It was like, incredible. Yeah. I, 
I wrote that in my book too. So I'm not going to tell that story now. Did you already um, release your book? book? It's a good story. What? Do you, re you already released the book? No, I'm working on that book. Okay. Okay. Because I'm like, I haven't seen started. that yet. Yes. So book number one, I would love to be released in tandem with the keynote speech that I will be giving at Columbia University in the spring on the Akashic Records. Yes. You went and so, when was it? In last November, you went to... Um, that's right. Say it for me, baby. Say it. Oh, I can't think Boston. That's all I know. Yes. Harvard. Yeah. So fun. <laughs> that is amazing. It's like, we're going to have to talk about that too. But, well, okay. okay. So, but, but long story short there, again, this is the work of the Akashic Records, opening up opportunity, unraveling highest timelines, getting... You think, you think I didn't have shit that I needed to get out of my way to stand... Oh, God. I can only imagine. Harvard University and talk about that. Oh yes, and mm -hmm. st stuff came up and buttons were pushed <laughs> nanoseconds before I went on stage, and they said, "Emily, come on out of here." So it's it, it's it's a continual exploration of our growth and expansion. But the Akashic Records and tapping infinite intelligence allows me to have the guidance, the courage, the grounding, and the vision. Mm -hmm. to walk this really exciting accelerated path it seems and that's, and that's what i teach other people to do how freaking cool is that right and when you say accelerated that is the perfect word for it because yes. when you're on this journey there's parts where it's like it slows down but that's i think is because you yourself are like whoa 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 universe like i can't handle this so things slow down and then you're like why isn't things manifesting why isn't everything coming to me that i've asked for right but then you get in this space where you're like okay. And you, you start getting into the flow and then things just really speed up. It's like a tunnel and it's just like yeah. hyper speed and it's crazy. Well, what you're talking about, I think Trisha is what we're learning is all of the different ways that we work with time. Sometimes right. time feels like it moves really fast. Sometimes it feels like it moves really slow. Sometimes we need to slow down to speed up. There are all these different, you know, metaphoric ways that we experience time and we're, beginning to put the pieces together of, oh, okay, this is when I'm not experiencing linear time as humans right. experience. Now, what, what's actually happening is we're playing with our wizard tools. We're learning, we're remembering who we are and we're experiencing these different ways that our consciousness experiences this thing called time. Yeah. And it, it, that, that right there is evidence of collective evolution. Right. Yeah, that's a mind blowing right there. Wow. So, okay. <laughs> um, so really, how was it that you got started in the Akashic Records? Like what brought you to it? Like when was that realization for you? So the, the story that I'm just kind of skimming over today, which is a really good one, but like I said, there's, there's more bigger fish to fry today, um, is basically I got to the point where I had to start talking about what I was learning and sharing with others and practicing. And I was working with a neighbor who had a really bad injury. His father came in to that experience, did massive amounts of healing. And all of a sudden I was just like, screw acting. I gotta let people know that they're psychic. This is the best story going out there. At that point in time, it was, it was like a big explosion, explosive movement. Like I was going to find whatever it was that day. This is not something I'm gonna sleep on. It was yeah. the but I didn't know what, the, what it was, no idea. But I knew that I would know when I knew it. 
mm -hmm. that recognized that you and I, that and I also knew that I would find it. It's like I heard a little voice say, go look in that conscious life magazine you picked up in your last audition. So I'm like, okay. So I go in and I'm like going through my acting bag, my headshots and my the script and this and that. here it is. And I pull it up and I go flipping through it. Right. And I'm like speed flipping through trying to get to the back where they have all of the ads. Right. This is a little, a little old school. Flipping through. Reiki. No. Yoga. No. Tarot card. Akashic records. My mom had gifted me a session probably 10 years prior and I had a decent familiarity with what it was. And I'm like, Hey, that's basically like the guidebook to everything, all information, past, present, future, that that'll work. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And so I called up the teacher's number who was on there. I ended up having an hour and a half conversation with her totally in was, I was the girl in the front of the class. She asked a question, like, Ooh, me, Ooh, me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, was like, I was just so enthusiastic about the work there. Uh, so much in me was turning on, coming alive, making sense, triggering passion and enthusiasm. And uh, that's, that's the energy I thrive on when I get that's to big work. Yeah. It just overflows out of me. And um, I love it. It's magical. It's an honor. I can't tell you how many times a day I just look at my life and go, wow, Emily, I'm so grateful for it. I'm proud of myself for creating it. It's a fun time to be alive, Tricia. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it blew my mind because last week I saw that you released um, a video about past life regression and I'm like, it didn't click because I'm like, I know Akashic Records, you cannot access any timeline, right? But past life regressions to me is it's kind of like in a box and it was separate from that. And then I went through my own regression last week and then realized, I'm like, you know what, this is a lot like that trance feeling that we get in the meditations that you go through. And maybe that's something that you can take us through uh, right before we finish today. I would love for you to do that. Sure. Um, but yeah, because I realized I'm like, you know, this is, it's one of the same. It's just a different modality of accessing the information. Mm -hmm. And there's so much to it. So with the Akashic Records, what are some benefits that you found that you've gotten out of it yourself personally? Just like taking a cross section of the past several years, I'll give you the highlights for me. Um, and we've talked about in some of them already, but for example, Harvard and speaking right. at Harvard, there was a, a big personal and spiritual transformation for me that needed to be, and ancestral for that matter, mm -hmm. that needed to be understood. And um, energies that needed to be ceremoniously cleared and new templates called in for that to become a possibility for me. And I know I'm speaking like really high level there. I'll bring it down to the nuance and um, I'll share with you how this presented itself for me. But I'll invite you all to notice as well, when you're being invited into a major upgrade and transformation in your life, you'll notice all the shit converges. Your mission, 
along with opportunity, along with your deepest fears, along with your karma that you haven't worked out yet, okay? So this was me taking my mission of the Akashic Records to the next level and being able to bring it to Harvard University. Uh, uh, some of my energetic blueprints um, that I've identified, and, and this is something that I get to share with people who work with me because I know and receive it about myself, are one, living that dream life. It's no coincidence that I lived that template of small town girl in Missouri going to Hollywood, living the dream. No doubt, right? Here's the other cool thing. I was born into a really small town in Missouri where um, while Missouri, I believe, was, was a neutral state back in the time of the Civil War, there were slaves that some families held, and there were also tunnels all through this land geographically where slaves would escape. Right. The underground railroads. Yes. And uh, we had access to these growing up, and I was fascinated by this. That would be so mind-blowing. It's not cool. So, uh, so I began to put the pieces together of that being so much a part of my blueprint is leading people to their personal freedom. Hmm. Right? Um, and so my grandmother is was very sick last March. Uh, she, she had ha declined from Alzheimer's and dementia for quite some time. And it had gotten to the point where she was ready to pass, which is a, you know, a sensitive time for families. And so I flew back to Missouri where my family was. And um, one of the things that I recognized that energetically came through my grandmother's DNA was ancestral energy around rejection. Hmm. She had lost her mother as a two-year-old okay. due to complications from an abortion. And so she grew up with all of this energetic imprinting, this unexplainable sadness around this rejection. Maybe she was an unwanted child too, and she, she carried this energy with her, right? And all of a sudden I was like, oh, well, shit, that's what... That's part of what I was working out, daily rejection in right. Hollywood. In Hollywood, yeah, exactly. It. So this began to make sense. Um, and I realized and, and was able to have a beautiful conversation with my mom and my aunts and uncles, which were her, her children. Mm -hmm. And we talked about some of these family issues and illuminated them and were able to, it felt like, lay them to rest as she passed. And so we didn't have to continue. However, those issues of rejection were showing up in each one of our lives didn't have to continue from that point. Right. It's the energies. Yeah. It's the energy. And um, I, I've always known that I want to speak on stage and had been very comfortable in that space. Um, but after she passed, my mom and my aunts and uncle asked me to speak at her funeral and give the eulogy. Mm -hmm. And it, it was such an honor. And um, of course, it came out like a one woman show. Like I was acting out these experiences with my granny. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was so artistic and powerful and potent for me to be on stage and to storytell and to call attention to her presence that was still in that space and to include people and to give them an experience that transformed them. Mm -hmm. Like I knew that I had wanted to speak on stage, but after that, Trisha, I was like, 
bring <laughs> bring them. I I have things that I want to preach. Um, and, and, and something clicked and shifted and like activated within me there in my hometown where I, you know, first recognized my connection to wanting to help make people free. It was like, I realized my ability to create a container where people can have massive transformation. Yeah. And it wasn't probably two weeks after that, when they experienced the invitation to speak on stage at Harvard came and I knew that like, all of this was happening and unfolding because I was in touch with my records. I was in touch with this higher level of understanding and unfolding of who I am and, and how things are playing out in my life. It's interesting because you don't really associate Harvard with a lot like heavy spirituality and metaphysical kind of stuff, right? Like they have their science, but not so much yet. No. And I'm like, I think you are the pioneer that's kind of pushing that forward and getting it into more. I think that's what schools really need, to be honest, yes. from right from kindergarten. But yeah. that's a whole nother show. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and, see, and the records direct that experience. When mm -hmm. I go and understand what's happening in my life, okay, I'm clearing shit and patterns so that I can step into something bigger now. Okay, bring it on. Mm -hmm. And I then get to participate in interface with a higher level of consciousness that makes life feel really inspired and magical. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll make this story shorter. I promise. But <laughs> here's another powerful way that I used them was to experience a big timeline jump. Mm, that was business. one of my questions. So yes, yes, let's get to that. Yeah. Yes. Because I had, uh, it, you know, I've been doing this work since 2015 was when I was in that class. I was telling you about. Mm -hmm. Remembered all my ancient power going through my transformation and then the Akashic Academy started and there have been many incarnations and different builds of the Akashic Academy. At one point in time, there was a magazine. At one point in time, there was a network. Um, so as the evolutionary progress of the Academy has expanded, um, my experience was fun, inspired, slow and steady at first. And then I got to a point where, again, kind of like I was being invited to grow their heart, I was being invited to make a big growth move. And everything collapsed in my life. All of my financial stability. Like, I, uh, I, I was in a marriage at that point in time. And here's what we call it. And some of you guys might have heard this term before. But a core and explore. So he's the core income coming in. And I'm the explore. Mm -hmm. I get to explore. Whatever I bring in is mine. And we get to play. Um, and core and explore and fell apart. My relationship began to also really fall apart. We've got children. So I'm balancing like all of these things and the support completely went away. And I was at a crossroads of, do I do what I always did when the acting jobs weren't coming in and steady and go get a job waiting tables, mm. which I was committed to doing prepared to do. I work hard. I've done that before, but there was a strong heart leap coming straight from the records that was like, oh, don't you dare. Don't you dare use your time doing that. That's a waste, yeah. <laughs> and so an opportunity presented itself to me. I asked, okay, well, you know, what's the way out? An opportunity presented itself to me, which required me to clear the areas where I had blocked my success. No, no way I would have found that unless I had the access to the records and went in and be like, all right, where was it? Show me. And then instantly, bam, 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 bam. Here it is. 
here's how to fix it. Yeah. Okay. So I did that. I followed the guidance that I was getting. My guides are like, okay, A plus Emily, you get to go on to the next step, which is here's an opportunity that's going to scare the F out of you again. Do you believe in yourself enough to do it and take it and jump? And it was, it was, it was a training for my business that I was so heart aligned to uh, that required every bit of my faith and trust that I would be able to accomplish this because many obstacles That's, came up. It's big. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And that year I quintupled my business. Quintupled is what I said. <laughs> I'm like, um, you know, yeah. yeah. And so once I figured out that success coded map, now I'm sharing that with my VIPs too, because those of us who are turned so on by this work and we get the healing out of it. We are sacred wisdom keepers who are reincarnating now, remembering, and we have programs and processes to take the planet through that are going to help people arrive into 5D. And uh, these, these are jobs that we are creating. Yeah. Nothing has been made up for us. Like it's, and, and that's what I feel too, is like when I'm going down this journey and I'm like, what do I do? What I'm like, there's no roadmap to say, okay, so this is the next step. Like you just, <laughs> well, there is yeah. now <laughs> that's the thing. But in this physical reality, that's where most people live and they don't even realize that they have access to infinite wisdom and yes, like everything that they need is there. Yes. And, and let's, let's cut the crapola about it for a second because everyone, you, people get to, Oh, I have access to infinite wisdom. Okay. Yes, you do. And at this point in time, as the Akashic records are coming back to the planet, it's going to come in, in an impressionistic form, meaning you're going to have to turn on your inner awareness, your imagination and let it come through the imagination and as you, as we've all experienced our imagination, it's not solid matter, right? It's essence. It's vapor. It's subtle. It but can so still be many, very intense and bright. Yes. Go ahead. Well, I'm just going to say like so many people don't even like realize that they can use their imagination because yes. that's for kids. That's yes. for children, right? That's the dream world. It's not, we're not living in a dream world. We're living in reality, right? Like this is the mindset of a lot of people, right? Right. Um, and in order to overcome not only this mindset, but other collective mindsets that begin to suppress our gifts and skills, we must immerse in a, a, a reawakening process. Yes. Like, I will definitely take you all through an activation today, yet you're, you're getting the, the top of the iceberg. When you begin to go really deep with this, that's where the true power is revealed to each person. And in the beginning, like I said, it comes in an impressionistic form. You'll get hunches, you'll get ideas that pop into your imagination. You'll say, am I doing this right? I don't know if this is really how it goes. This, that's how it goes. Yeah. And it's learning, and again, being in a container where you can practice trusting what's coming in that's so that big. you can get rock solid, so that you can have unstoppable self-belief with your interface with the subtle realms, with the information that's coming in. Mm -hmm. And when we do, genius is unlocked. Life gets incredibly fun. 
and so much more easier too, because easier. you get fearless almost because you know that that's just like that blind faith that you just like yeah. every step I take, it doesn't matter what I do and nothing I can do is wrong. Yeah. And that's the key that's necessary for overcoming the last bits of karma that everybody's got them that they're struggling with. Why can't I, I've come so far. Why can't I get over this? Mm, I've been there. <laughs> right. It, we all do. It's, yeah. it's coming to the place of that neutrality and self-belief and knowingness that we're going to get there because you need those skills, everybody yeah. to get there. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like uh, the level nine in The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I honestly couldn't even get past level two. So <laughs> that one. I was yeah. a Mario girl, big Mario. <laughs> Life is a video game. It is. It totally is. And I it think is. just by shifting your perspective of going from everything yes. is this way to everything is moldable and changeable and you actually have way more control over your reality than you actually give yourself credit for. Yep. You want to make your world instantly malleable? Ask yourself, what if that isn't true? Maybe there's something that you believe about yourself that has presented itself over and over and over to you again. Maybe you think that you are bad at something or you continuously fail at something. Ask yourself, really ask yourself and seek the answer. What if that wasn't true? Right. And what happens is you'll begin to exercise your superpower of changing perspective. And if that's like a key code right there. Yeah. That's an activation. Changing your perspective is a superpower. That is, I agree. Yeah. Yes. It's a big one. So I have a question. Oh, I'm sure you probably have seen on experience so many different things with accessing the Akashic records. And I'm kind of curious, what was one of the strangest experiences you've ever had when you were going into the Akashic Records? Ooh, a strange one. Let's see. You may not think of it as strange now because, you know, you've experienced it, but when you were in that moment, mm -hmm. what was like, you know? It was really impactful for me. Yeah, that's probably a better way of putting it. Let's see. Do, 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 do. It's like, I, it's like I'm going to the bathroom and everybody's watching me. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm, no, I'm going to think of one for you. Okay. Strangest moment. Strangest moment. Like sensations or um, just the energy that came through and you were really kind of thrown back from it. Okay. Uh, this is, this is the story that I want to share. Okay. Um, because we all have instant access to the records and at multiple different locations in time space. I love that Trisha shared with you the five ohm process that came in for me. Um, that process allowed me to know more about my specific light being genealogy, meaning um, I was given that process on how to get in. And then a couple years later, I'm studying Egyptian shamanism and I realize, oh man, a lot of things in that way that my guides gave me to go in come from this lineage right here. Like there, there's obvious parallels to how they're conducting the energy, right? 
Um, and then I, which I've studied many times in my life, gone through different phases of where I'll uh, study Taoism and Tai Chi and Qigong mm-hmm. more or less deeply in my life. I just came from Qigong class. Before Ooh, I nice. Yeah. But I begin to also see connections from that ancient wisdom of Taoism that were there present in my process that I didn't identify as Taoism when I first just channeled, but they're telling me, I'm like, okay, connect the light, run the energy. Okay. Got it. Five ohms. Okay. Got it. Got it. It wasn't until the, the process of others doing this and bringing their knowledge and energy to it and me continuing to evolve my own spiritual understanding and growth that that, that it was revealed to me in my records, what each little nuance does for us, how it activates us, where it comes from. Hmm. And it all began to make sense. And that's, you know, that, that happens time and time and time again, like from looking at asking, well, why the heck would I incarnate in small town Missouri if I want to come, if I want to be big star, why, why can I just show up in Los Angeles? Well, they begin to be too easy. Yeah. So they begin to show me the importance of my soul energy coming through and being connected and, and, and illuminated through those storylines, those geographic storylines that exist in that space. I never would have known that or put that together if it weren't for this high level perspective that the records provides. Right. Yeah. I can see, like, it's crazy because I know, I'm sure you probably have so many stories about your students of their transformations and what they've gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you can think of anything off the top of your head of, you know, one of some of your students and what they've gone through and changed. And you've yeah, seen for absolutely. Them. I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you a little rundown of mm-hmm. amazing this my students experience. Um, everything from physical healing to reinvention of the self. I had one student, Cindy, who, uh, when she came to me, she like hopped different spiritual classes and metaphysics. She was turned on by a lot of different information. And here in learning to read the records, she began to understand not only why her soul had agreed to take on a, an absolutely debilitating physical disease. She could not go outside. Hmm. In the sun, her skin couldn't go in the sun. She, if she went out, she was like in multiple layers, covered head to toe. Interesting. She understood the reason her soul agreed to that, what she needed to learn. She cleared it. And by the end of this 15 week program, she was going to festivals, summer festivals, wearing shorts and sandals. Like her life had transformed. That is incredible. Like, Crazy or what? I know. Yeah. Um, my student, Ava, she had had a book manuscript that she had written actually a couple years ago uh like i said we we all have our own stuff that gets in our Mm -hmm. way she had a lot of incredibly intensely difficult challenges in her life it's a bright beautiful young woman and those challenges created uh energy that caused her to shut herself off and not stand in her full empowerment she is clearing and in the process of clearing anxiety that was so profound, like she couldn't leave her house, hmm. it's a agoraphobia style. She now goes to friends' houses. 
she published her book, which the timing of it was ridiculous because metaphorically speaking, hers was set in a fantasy world, but they were dealing with a pandemic, a health pandemic that was wiping out the, and changing the culture of, I know, right? Here in COVID time. She was like foreseeing what was happening. Yes. You know what I mean? She's pulling yes. it forward. Yeah. Yeah. So she wins this award for fantasy fiction and is, yeah, li living a life from being, knowing that there is power within her soul and expression that wants to come out, but being paralyzed by trauma and working through that with a lightness of being. And you, you think working with me isn't fun every week? Come on, you laugh, you cry. Oh, your energy is amazing. Oh, you gotta take a nap afterwards because we shoot you up with energy. Um, but you know, it, it, it's fun to grow and expand and for life to make sense. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you one more about my student, Laura, who is making incredible impact on the planet. She was a clinical therapist before coming to this work. She learned to read the records with me. Um, she has a broad knowledge and understanding of a lot of different aspects of metaphysics. Yeah. She's, she's a smart lady. I love her. I call her Dr. Laura. And Laura created her own certification program. She's working with me in my year-long VIP mentorship. She launched her first certification program with a $45,000 launch. For one program, her first certification program that she created. That's insane. There are programs, yeah, there are programs yeah. in the academy that take you through the process of creating what mm -hmm. you need to get out there and to share with the world mm -hmm. so that your time can be spent nourishing yourself, expanding yeah. your own genius, doing what creatively supports you and makes you feel alive. And it gives you that... Uh, like yeah you have that container right yes and and this is the life that i mean i know it's it sounds really great emily bull to the crap this is the life that every single human who incarnates here on the planet by divine right is invited to live if you can download that map trisha said it's not a visceral map that you go find it's an etheric right. map that you find through this process of knowing who you are and committing to the highest unfolding and serving the planet in alignment with your mission and your sole purpose. Right. Yeah. That is, that's just it. Right. It's just knowing that there's so much more out there for you. And you, if, if you want, all you have to have is the desire. Yeah. And that's it. So. All right. Now, what kind of innovation you want today, sister? Right? What do you, whoa. Feel in. What do you think the audience needs? Oh. This, this will be great because this will also uh, begin to illustrate to everyone how you can use the Akashic Records to order up activation, order up medicine, what you want, everybody. Right. Mom's going to go whip it up for you, okay? I know a lot of my clients, they are in need of physical healing because they've, you know, gone past the energy. The energy is then densified into their bodies and they feel it more in a physical form. So I think that's the kind of direction that we would like to go with this one. Okay. Yeah. So here's the key. Oh, cool. My ears just went. I just heard the guy <laughs> coming up. <laughs> your antenna, your spidey sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's start by just. Uh, I want everyone to move into. Let's let's alter the brainwaves. 
that we've been using, we've been in a, in a cognitive space. We've had some like aha moments some laughter, some expansion, but let's really begin to alter the brain waves that we're using to process here and move more into a state of infinite possibilities. Take a nice deep breath in. Pausing at the top of that breath, connecting with zero point energy and a nice slow exhale. Pausing at the bottom of the breath. Again, tuning into zero point energy. Nice deep breath in. I want you to keep this practice going, this breath practice going as you listen to uh, my voice and the guides that want to step in and explain how the energies are working. Just keep this breath moving. Receive the frequency of this intelligence as an activation. And I feel the uh, Palladian Collective actually coming forward and wanting to channel right now. And again, beautiful use of the records. We can tune in to higher frequency guides, channel in light language, channel in um, direct communication. And as you continue this breath pattern, fully inhaling, pausing at the top, and fully exhaling, pausing at the bottom, this Palladian Collective would like to step forward and explain to everyone here how the etheric energy field works in terms of manifesting a physical dis-ease. So there are infinite number of ways that humans can learn here on the planet, but the vast majority of those right now, the, the possibilities for humans to learn uh, comes through conflict and comes through contrast. And so the deep soul lessons that we need to learn uh, about worthiness, about self-expression, about forgiveness, about kindness, about compassion, all of these lessons are uh, presenting for us in this lifetime. And many of them are showing up and presenting through conflict. And when they present through conflict, they start out as um, an energy, a charged energy, a thought, an emotion, a negative belief about the self or about the way life works that illuminates in the field of infinite possibility. And the more attention that we give it and the more that pattern replicates and the more awareness we bring to it, the more it moves from the field of infinite possibility into the field of probability, into the field of our physical reality, where we begin to experience the, the manifestation of the, the kink in the energy flow. And it manifests into a physical dis-ease or disharmony in our bodies. But if we can look at this as just uh, another way that humans, that our soul comes here to incarnate and to learn, and we can ask, what is the soul gift in this experience? And we can understand that we have invited this experience forward into our physical reality by giving it attention and awareness. Even if we did that oopsie unconsciously, then we can begin to neutralize the patterns 
and we can experience the the bliss of growth in the opposite harmonic frequency of the contrast that we're currently experiencing. Meaning, you can use the law of polarity, you can flip to the other side of this frequency and you can experience the opposite of the, the dis-ease or the harmony or the conflict that you've uh, created and now are experiencing. And again, to do that, all we must do is accept that we created it, even if we did it accidentally. And then we must ask and truly receive an awareness and understanding of what is the soul gift? What is the lesson? So I want you to begin to bring forward in your mind now, tune into the body, And let the awareness, this is another way of saying bring forward in the mind, but rather than to think about this in the mind, I want to reframe that. Take that awareness of the mind, the consciousness many times is, is uh, residing in our mind. Remove the consciousness from the mind and begin to send it into the area of the body that is inviting your curiosity right now. Maybe it's that place of physical pain. Let's look at the pain as an invitation. And relax the body, moving the consciousness into that area of physical pain with curiosity rather than judgment. We accept the fact that we probably unconsciously are creating this. We're conscious enough beings that if we knew why the heck we were creating it, we would uncreate it. So let's just accept that there are aspects of ourself that are still unconscious and we're inviting them, inviting them forward now with curiosity. And just see if any intelligence begins to drop in for you that takes you back to the point in time when you took on this belief system. That's and it's more advanced work. So if you don't feel anything coming up, stage one of just accepting that you created it, but you didn't do it on purpose and there are parts of you that still need to grow, that's good enough. For those of you, those of you who want the advanced practice, see if you can trace that back. Okay, why did I create this? Where was I triggered? Trace it back, get intelligence, call it in. Good job, and now bringing the awareness back to, <laughs> they're saying ready position now, meaning the, the intelligence is ripe, it's crisp. Everyone is present and ready to, the mind is, is in this higher frequency, this higher state of willingness and readiness to retrieve information for us. So just. Take a moment and be present with that, notice it. And now ask about the soul gift. What is the soul gift that is present for you in the disharmony that you're experiencing, the dis-ease, the discomfort, the physical, anywhere from discomfort to manifested dis-ease in your body. What is the soul lesson here for you? 
as soon as you know the soul lesson, maybe it's to fully release unworthiness. Maybe it's to fully release shame. Maybe it is to be fully seen and heard. Whatever the soul lesson is, allow the essence of that lesson, the frequency of love and wholeness that exists, allow that energy to wash through the body, concentrating it in the space where you're feeling the disharmony. And again, this is, this is a great beginning practice, but for those of you who are ready for advanced work, you simply ask, you check your work. Is there anything else I need to know? Anything else I need? Any other lesson that I need to be aware of to fully release and shift this disharmony? And whatever intelligence you're receiving, The next step to this process is acting on that, acting on that intelligence and embodying the intelligence. And I'm gonna invite everybody to come back to a more present conversational state. If you wanna move the body a little bit, sway the body, wiggle the fingers and toes, breathing deeply. That was very deep and powerful. Mm -hmm. We didn't even do the special ohms. Imagine how powerful it is when you ohm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is the kind of ability that we humans have to shift ourselves deeply and quickly, to go straight into the field and begin doing the work. And the reason I want to bring everybody back to a more embodied state is because this is a very important part of the practice, and that is, knowing what your next steps are and taking action on those next steps, mm -hmm. making a commitment to embody that. And so what my question to you, the collective you all now in this moment is what you needs to show up to take these next steps. Yeah, that's big, right? What version of you needs to show up so you can walk this path? with clarity and with confidence. Mm -hmm. How was that for you, Trisha? Give, let's, uh, give me a little feedback about. Whew, I'm very relaxed. Mm -hmm. I am in a very interesting state because I know it's interesting that Palladians came through, to, to be honest. Um, I've always, I knew I was connected to them in some way, um, but I've never really reached out to them yet. So it's interesting that they came through now. Did you know you could do that in the records? <laughs> um, no, and now I do. So that is something that I'm definitely going to be accessing. Cool. So yeah, yeah so you've had uh, some cool experiences of being like, oh, I could use that for past lives. Yeah. Oh, I can channel the Palladian Collective and other galactic collectives and connect with them. Cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very, I'm very cool. For, Trisha, here's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for you to make up a way that you can use the records that nobody else has thought of yet. I think that's very doable. Very yeah. Very doable. Yes. And probably, 
within the very short future. I can see. Yep. Yeah. Usually these are things that are impulsive. I find I can't plan a whole lot. I just feel that's just how it works with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like reaching out to you last week. I felt the urge. I was like, you know what? I need Emily on the show. She's going to do amazing things. We're going to do something great. And here we are. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be a part of this with you and everyone out here. Thank you for coming onto the show and sharing these amazing stories. Amazing, incredible. And just opening up a different perspective of, you know, how to access information that's all around us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that. So thank you so much for coming on today. My pleasure to be here. Any other questions or anything rolling in last minute for you? Um, I, I don't know. Um, I just, I'm filled with so much gratitude right now. And I don't know if it's so much of a question, but I just want to show my appreciation and let you know how special it is that you are here with me today and sharing this with everyone that in listening today too. Awesome. I received that. Um, can I give your audience a special present? Ooh, yes, please. Yes. Okay. So I have been working on, um, a new, really inspired piece of art, a download that came in. And the bigger story around this download, Tricia, was connected to my most recent Vortex Immersion Retreat in Sedona. Right. I saw about that. Yeah. Which, which by the way, like speaking of the Palladians and all the collectives, <laughs> we actually do CE5 kind of contact with the extra this is new to me this is very new yes so it is um close encounters of the fifth kind which means we are purposefully inviting forward the communication and connection of our extraterrestrial friends right and we've had crazy experiences both in mount shasta and in sedona okay and going into these um vortexes where the veils are very very thin the downloads are intense and in Sedona I got a download around rewriting the soul contracts we were working on that that was the content the Akashic content of the training was rewriting our soul contracts Mm -hmm. and going out in the vortexes and the uh, into the medicine wheel and into the sweat lots just that kind of stuff and I, I was no exception to not only rewriting my own soul contracts, but also the awareness dropped in incredible downloads of huh, what if this weren't true? What if when Eve ate of the tree of wisdom, of intelligence, that she wasn't shamed, that she wasn't like the, the, that whole storyline didn't have to ripple through humanity. Oh, what if we were at a point in consciousness where we were invited and encouraged to know the truth of who we are. Hmm. Now, before I could create any kind of a tool to bridge that gap, I had to take my own medicine. I had to understand the soul lesson, the purpose, and why we experienced it the way we did first Mm -hmm. in order to even invite the question, what if that didn't have to be true? And we could experience a different aspect of ourselves. So I've created something called the Akashic Scrolls hmm. and it is a download. It is um, a, a printable guide that you can download 
that has a tool that I created for my Akashic Record students for a long time. It was secret material only for the lineage of my students. And now I'm feeling compelled and invited to release this tool to invite people to begin to shift this perspective that we've talked about, to ask the questions that will unlock the truth of who you are yeah. and begin to clear your karmic field because there's, there, there's no way you're getting the kind of power that I offer reconnecting you to through your Akashic Records. This is a collective you, everybody. Yeah. Without the soul purification, because it, it's it's just too dangerous of knowledge of information. So we have to go through a process of clearing our karma and and radical self love mm -hmm. before we can use this to its fullest. But this will begin to unlock for everyone what it looks like to ask those questions and to see yourself truly from a different perspective. And I would love to leave a link for your audience where they can all download that. That will be in the show notes for sure. So awesome! that is amazing. Thank you so much, Emily. That is, I, I'm so excited to look through that myself. I cannot wait to get into that. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So oh, I just, I, again, I, my heart is just filled with so much gratitude and to you Thank taking you. out the time to hang out with me today and talk about this stuff and share more with a different kind of audience. So hmm. thank you so much for just being here and sharing it all. Thank you, too, Trisha. Thank you all who are out there. Um, it's been glorious for me to share this sacred gateway with you, even though it's not that sacred gateway when this is probably airing, right? But, but can we say to, it's 11-11. It is 11-11. It's, it's a day of new beginnings. Mm -hmm. It's a day of stepping into a, a higher level of our consciousness, of up-leveling consciousness all around us. And it's never a coincidence. It's always synchronicity mm -hmm. who I get to spend time with on this day. And so it's my honor and privilege to share my wisdom and sacred lineage with not only you, but to impact your audience with it. So thank you very much. Yeah, that is so big. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and listening to today's episode. If you found value in today's episode, please don't hesitate to share your review. Your feedback is so important to me. And feel free to share this episode with those who you believe that will benefit from it. Remember, sharing is caring, right? So to learn more about me and how I can help you, please visit www.innerbuddha.ca. And you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Inner Buddha Zen. Much love.